when people with low emotional intelligence use this one it is like they are dropping a bomb in the conversation it is raw it is harsh and it can really hurt when you say i don't care it sounds like you are totally dismissing the other person's feelings or opinions it's like you're saying that their thoughts or feelings have no value to you and that can be incredibly hurtful the honest truth is, most of us do care. Welcome to the KBJ Podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you achieve balance, inner peace, and ultimate wellness. Join me as I guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Sharing expert advice and practical tips to help you tap into your inner power and create the life you truly desire. From mindfulness and meditation to nutrition and fitness, this podcast will inspire you to take control of your well-being and live your best life. So, sit back, relax, and let's elevate together. Welcome back to another insightful episode of the KBJ Podcast. Today, we are diving deep into a topic that affects all of us, yet often goes unnoticed. You see, emotional intelligence is more than just a buzzword. It is all about knowing what we are feeling, why we are feeling it, and how what we say or do can affect those around us. When we are not so hot at this, we often end up saying things that can upset or annoy others without even meaning to. It is a fundamental skill that can profoundly impact our relationships, our success, and our overall well-being. But here's the thing, not everyone possesses it, and many of those who lack it often don't even realize it. In today's episode, we are shedding light on this crucial aspect of human interaction. We will explore 10 phrases that are frequently altered by individuals with low emotional intelligence. Phrases that can unknowingly harm relationships, create misunderstandings and hinder personal growth. A thought-provoking quote from Maya Angelou says, I have learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel that is what emotional intelligence is all about making others feel understood valued and respected we will unveil the impact of these phrases not just on those who hear them but also on the individuals who speak them and most importantly we will discuss how we cannot strive to enhance our emotional intelligence leading to a healthier relationships improved communication, and a brighter, more connected future. So stay with us as we embark on this enlightening journey, revealing the 10 phrases that we all need to be aware of, whether we are using them or hearing them, let's begin. Number one is calm down. We've all been there, frustrated, annoyed, or upset about something and someone drops the old calm down on us it might seem harmless enough right 
But here's the thing, telling someone to calm down usually does the exact opposite. Yes, you heard me right. Telling someone to calm down, most importantly when they are annoyed or angry, does the opposite of it. So in reality, this phrase can come up as dismissive, like you are brushing off their feelings or not taking them seriously. It's almost as if you are saying their emotions are not valid. It also implies that the person is overreacting, which can stir up even more frustration. Instead, try empathizing with the person and acknowledging their feelings. Something like, I can see you are upset and I want to understand why. Shows that you care and willing to listen. This can go a long way in sorting out misunderstandings and sorting ruffled feathers. Number two, it is not a big deal. And here's another phrase that people with low emotional intelligence often throw around. It is not a big deal. It does sound harmless, but wait a minute. What may not be a big deal to you could be a massive deal to someone else. When you play down people's worries or problems, it can seem like you are belittling their feelings. It's as if you are saying that their concerns are trivial or unimportant. And that can hurt, it can really hurt, especially when the person is already feeling stressed or upset. Instead of dismissing their feelings, try saying, I understand that this is important to you. This sentence or statement shows that you respect their feelings and are there to support them, even if you don't see the issue the same way. It is all about acknowledging that different people view things differently, and that is okay. Hi, KBJ Podcast listeners. Are you ready for a dose of positivity and inspiration? Then you won't want to miss KBJ Mosins, the email newsletter that is designed to help you live your best life. Each issue of the newsletter is filled with my unique perspective on life, offering practical tips, insightful life lessons, and random musings that are sure to uplift your spirits. So why not give it a try? Sign up for the KBJ Mosins newsletter using the link in the podcast description and start receiving regular dose of positivity straight to your inbox. And you will be joining a community of like-minded individuals who are all striving to live their best lives. The KBJ Mosins. The third is, you always or you never. Now let's talk about the phrase that starts with you always or you never. This can be real troublemakers. They sound like you are blaming or criticizing the person, and that can put them on defensive. I remember at a time when a friend of mine said to me, you never listen to me, that stunk. It felt like he was attacking me, not addressing a specific issue or behavior. It made me feel defensive and less open to understand his point of view. If you want to express concern or frustration, 
it is better to focus on the specific action, not the person. So, for example, instead of saying, you never listen to me, you could say, I felt ignored when I was talking about my day at work. But this way, you are communicating your feelings without blaming or criticizing the other person. Four, that is just how I am. Ever heard someone say, that is just how I am, after they have upset someone or done something hurtful? This phrase can be a real heartbreaker. It comes across like the person isn't willing to change or improve their behavior, even if it is causing distress to others. But here's the heartfelt truth. We can all change and grow. We can all learn to be more sensitive to others' feelings. Saying that's just how I am is like putting up a wall. It shuts down the chance for growth, understanding and connection. Instead, if you've upset someone, we can say something like, I'm sorry my actions upset you. I will try to be more mindful in the future. This shows that we care about the other person's feelings and are willing to learn and grow. And that's a really beautiful thing. The fifth is, it is all in your head. People with low emotional intelligence might use this phrase when they don't understand or don't agree with someone's feelings or experiences. But trust me, it can feel really invalidating. At the time when I was going through a really tough time and someone said to me, it is all in your head, it felt like they were saying my feelings weren't real or important. It made me feel alone and misunderstood. And the thing is, just because we can't see or understand someone's feelings doesn't mean they are not real. A more empathetic response might be, help me understand what you are going through. This shows that you are open to understanding their perspective, even if it's different from yours. It is a simple phrase that can make a big difference. Number six, I don't care. Here is a phrase that can cut deep. I don't care. When people with low emotional intelligence use this one, it is like they are dropping a bomb in the conversation. It is raw, it is harsh, and it can really hurt. When you say I don't care, it sounds like you are totally dismissing the other person's feelings or opinions. It's like you are saying that their thoughts or feelings have no value to you. And that can be incredibly hurtful. The honest truth is, most of us do care. We might say we don't because we are overwhelmed, frustrated, angry, or just don't know how to handle the situation. But that doesn't make it okay. A better approach could be saying something like, I'm finding it hard to connect with this, or I need some time to process what you're saying. This way, you are being honest about your feelings without dismissing theirs. And honesty, when handled, can be a powerful tool in any conversation. The seventh is whatever. It is a word that people with low emotional intelligence often use when they are frustrated or just don't want to deal with something. The kicker 
it can come off as really dismissive and disrespectful. I've, in, in several conversations, I've had people throw around the world whatever. And it really do feels like dismissing someone's feelings and thoughts. And I've been at the point whereby I've thrown the world to someone and I instantly regretted it. So instead of using this conversation stopper, it's better to communicate honestly. You could say something like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. Can we continue this conversation later? This shows respect for the other person and for yourself as well. It is okay to take a break when things get heated. It's all about handling emotions with care, both yours and theirs. The eighth is you are too sensitive. People use this phrase as a way to deflect blame or avoid dealing with the impact of their actions. The truth is, it can feel like a slap in the face. Telling someone they are too sensitive is saying their feelings aren't valid or that they are wrong for feeling the way they do. It is dismissive, thoughtful, and it doesn't solve anything. We all have different emotional thresholds and ways of experiencing the world. Instead of accusing someone of being too sensitive, try saying something like, I didn't realize my wet actions would affect you this way. I will be more mindful in the future. This shows that you respect their feelings and are open to learning and growing. And it is the hallmark of true emotional intelligence. The ninth is, I knew that would happen. This can come across as a bit boastful or know it all. Like you are claiming you always have the answers. It can also make the other person feel judged or undermined. Here's an interesting fact. According to psychological studies, this type of statement can lead to what's called reactance. A defensive response where people resist advice or suggestions because they want to assert their freedom and autonomy. Instead of making people more likely to listen to you in the future, it can actually push them away. A more supportive approach might be to say something like, that's unfortunate, let's figure out what we can do next. This shows empathy and offers help without sounding judgmental or superior. And the last for this episode, let's talk about starting a sentence with at least. People with low emotional intelligence often use this phrase to try to make others feel better, but it can actually have the opposite effect. When you say at least, it can seem like you are trying to downplay or dismiss the person's feelings or situation. For instance, if someone is upset about losing their job and you say at least you have more free time now, it can feel like you're acknowledging the real pain they are going through. Psychological research says trying to find a silver lining in someone else's painful situation can actually make them feel worse because it can come off as dismissive or insensitive. Instead of saying at least, a more supportive response might be, I'm really sorry for you are going through this. 
is there anything I can do to help? This shows that you are taking their feelings seriously and are there for them. And that brings us to the end of this eye-opening episode. We have uncovered 10 phrases that often reveal a lack of emotional intelligence, shedding light on, all, on how these words can impact our relationships and our personal growth. But remember, knowledge is power, and by recognizing these phrases, we can take the first step towards improving our emotional intelligence. We have discussed our communication, empathy, and self-awareness are key components of emotional intelligence. And the phrases we use are powerful indicators of where we stand on this journey. As we navigate our daily interactions, let's strive to choose our words with great care and mindfulness. Let's be more aware of how our statements may affect those around us and endeavor to promote understanding, respect, and connection in all relationships. I will leave you with a quote from Daniel Goleman, one of the leading experts on emotional intelligence. In a very real sense, we have two minds, one that thinks and one that feels. It is in understanding this balance and learning to bridge the gap between thinking and feeling we can truly harness the power of emotional intelligence. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the KBJ Podcast. I hope you found today's episode helpful and empowering. Remember, self-care and wellness is a journey and not a destination. Take the tips and techniques discussed today and apply them to your own life. Remember to be kind to yourself and know that progress is progress no matter how small. I will be back again with more inspiring stories and practical advice to help you live your best life. Until then, take care of yourself and stay well.